Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Let's jump into some conventional wisdom here, Eric, and and dissect a little bit. Real estate, right? That's always been the thing. You can't go wrong. They're not making any more of it. Uh, So, and I guess unless you're in Dubai and you build like your own sand island or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, you know, you can't go wrong with real estate. Well, the prices have been pretty crazy. So is that, does that make sense depending on the markets or how does that work? Yeah, it's a unique asset class. You're going to buy an inflated I don't want to say overly inflated, but you're going to buy an expensive asset class right now. So right now, yeah. the return that you're going to get on that, if you're looking at it as, as an investment. So most people are going to have real estate exposure through the owning of their home, right? Or maybe they have some land with a farm or something like that. So if you're looking at it as an additional asset class, hey, I'm going to buy this you know, rental units and that will provide me income in retirement. There are some people that do that. You got to kind of be in that game kind of uh, all the time, you know, because the one thing is, when you have rental units, you always have to deal with renters, and sometimes they don't do uh, things that they're supposed to do, right? They don't pay the rent sometimes, and you got to evict them. I call it like kind of get a tick off of a off a dog, right? Sometimes things break, and you got to get those fixed, and so it's really hard in retirement if you just want to have a you know leisurely lifestyle. Maybe you want to play golf or go travel, those kinds of things, and you got these calls coming in. Now you could always hire a company that can handle that for you. That's going to take a piece of your profits. Um, so. I don't like to have people too much exposure to it. I think you need to under, really understand that it is um, market driven. You know, if you have a couple rental houses in a small town and the local plant closes, right? Uh, just something the news that uh, John Deere is going to be moving one of its plants from Waterloo down to Mexico. So that's going to impact a lot of people there. What does that do to the real estate? Well, all of a sudden the renters move out and there's yeah. no one else left to rent. You're left with a piece of property. You go to try to sell it at that point, and guess what? You're going to get back less than probably what you paid for it. So, just be careful when you do that. Uh, make sure you understand all of the nuances that come with real estate. I And it's not liquid, right? I mean, when you go to sell something, if you think it's valued at $250,000 and people come through and everyone's offering you a one seventy five for it, $175,000, guess what? It's worth $175,000. It's not worth two hundred fifty dollars that you thought it was worth. So I like things that can be easily sold. That's going to be security, stocks, um, annuities will be redeemed from the company. They'll buy them back from you. You might get back. You may have to pay a little bit of penalty if you break it early. But I like an exit strategy as opposed to something that could, you know, if you need to get out of it and the market is bad, economy's bad, right? You're going to take kind of a bath on it. So just be careful if you're going to real estate. There's other, there's better ways to generate income than than rental, I feel, in our in our approach, the way we plan. Yeah, you know, and obviously, like you mentioned, the market's been hot. And so, yeah, we've seen so all these stories about houses selling in days, you know, because the market had been so hot. But I think we're starting to, you know, with everything that's happening here now in this uh, this time of the year, the summer of 22 here, I think we're starting to see the cool down is happening in that arena as well. So, Well, uh, when rates go up on mortgages, it's going to cool yeah, down. And it's been doing it, yeah. 
tremendously, yeah. Yep. Uh, well, mortgages. Okay, good debt, bad debt conversation. We're talking about conventional wisdom here. You know, there's credit card, bad, mortgage, good, right? That's typically the way we think about these things. So is that always the case? Is that is that a little too conventional, or is there some things to ponder there? Well, the thing about mortgage interest is it is can be tax deductible, depending if you're able to itemize your deductions. If you're not, then it's not tax right now, deductible. Yeah, most people aren't right now. Right. And from a good debt means that you're taking on debt that's improving your net worth, improving your um, your marketability, those types of things. So actually, sometimes student loan is is a good debt because you took you earn skills there to improve your earnings capacity, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Or buying a computer that allows you to perform better uh, doing freelancing work or something like that. Or buying a car allows you to get to work. Those types of things are good debt. Bad debt, of course, would just be buying the new fancy clothes, right? Or the frivolous vacation or, you know, whatever it is that people spend money on. But, you know, I mean, if you have no debt, it's better for you in retirement just because less income need that you have. But don't let debt be the reason why you don't go into retirement. A lot of people don't want to retire until their house is paid off, until their mortgage is paid off. Well, the thing is the mortgage, if you have a fixed rate mortgage, the principal and interest payment is fixed. So we put that into the budget and say, okay, it's going to fall off five years after retirement. Let's see what that looks like. And a lot of times it doesn't impact their plan or help their plan can work now or waiting until the mortgage is paid off. So if you can go now, why wouldn't you? So right. don't let that be a, the hurdle that you have to overcome in order to retire. It's no, nothing wrong retiring with some debt. It's better if you don't, but don't let that be the one thing that stops you from from pulling the trigger and uh, retiring. Yeah, and a lot of times people will they'll get into that situation. Well, I, I need to work a little longer because I got to get this debt you know gone before we retire, uh, and maybe that's the case. But again, that's what part of the review process is to find out because you it may not be right. So don't let it hold you up if you can actually go ahead and get retired if that's what you're wanting to do and you just have a little bit of bad debt left. There's still you know, some options there. But again, how are you going to know if you don't go through the process? So. Correct. Okay. Correct. Retirement is a chance to relax after an exhausting career. Uh, this one's a little bit more fun is the way to look at it from a conventional wisdom standpoint because how many people – uh, Eric, do you talk to that say, man, I'm busier now than ever, you know? Right, when they're first retired. Yeah, they only yeah. know when they have time to work. Absolutely. And then people that are, you know, getting ready to retire, one of the things when I talk to them, it's kind of funny. It's, they're like, well, it's not that bad, okay? <laughs> um, work's not that bad. I can tolerate it for, you know, a little bit more time. Or working from home, they're like, oh, I'm getting kind of a, a glimpse of retirement anyways because I'm at home all the time. Yeah, but you're also, you know, committed to this job eight to 10 hours and doing the work there. But and you're making the most out of it you've ever made. And when you're about to retire, you're getting paid the most you've ever been paid before. So you start to think about it. Well, geez, if I stop working, maybe, you know, I want to work and do something part time making $15 an hour. I'm making a boatload over here. So you want to retire to something, not just from something. So there has to be some goals that you have about what you want to do in retirement. Maybe it's you want to you know fix up the house. All the honeydew lists that you never got done. Uh, maybe you want vacation. Maybe you want to take up a craft, a hobby, you know, golf or something. So you want retirement to be to something. You want to visit the grandkids. Maybe you want to take care of a grandchild. Those types of things. So retire to, not just from something. Um, and a lot of people that should retire from something end up getting bored and actually end up finding <laughs> Going back to work, actually. Uh, well, I think that's our part-time. nature, right? I mean, our nature is for most people is not to sit too long, right? You you first Correct. get to retirement, it's like, okay, yeah, I am going to chill, right? I am going to take some time to just rest and recoup and relax. But I think after a while, our instincts kick in, or, our, or I don't know, our ancestry or whatever, and we're just kind of like, all right, we're not designed to just sit around and do nothing. 
No, no. And if you run out of the projects and those types of things, and then especially around wintertime where you can't really do a lot of stuff outside unless you're, you know, snowshoe or, or cross country skier. Um, so you get a little batty and you're like, okay, well, right. I need to go do something. <laughs> right. Cabin fever, they call it. Yeah. Gotta um, find something. Yeah. And, and it's nothing wrong with working. You know, I mean, some people do it just to be around other people. You know, my wife's heard all my jokes, um, and they're not funny to her anymore. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. <laughs> so, you know, you want to you have conversations, and we, we like, we're connective types of people. Human beings are connective. So you want to be connected. So maybe, maybe you volunteer. Maybe you, uh, you know, do some charity work. Maybe you, you know, get something part-time at a store, and you see lots of people all the time, garden center, something like that. People like doing that. and. Yeah. Companies love hiring retirees because they have a good work ethic and, you know, they show up. They don't have the the issues that younger families have, which kids getting sick and those types of things. And so they like having them there. They're dependable. Um, so they love hiring them. So it's a tough crowd in your own house, right? <laughs> the, the crowd's not responding to the jokes anymore i don't have much authority in my own house there as much you, as i have at my office let me tell you, you that there you go all <laughs> right so let's do one more here we're talking about conventional wisdom uh this one probably i know just irritates advisors to the moon and back probably uh if your investments aren't doing well try something else that that's the you know warren buffett's famous quote don't own a stock for 10 minutes if you don't plan to own it for 10 years right you know i was listening uh coming into work today i was listening to uh, charles Payne and you know, he goes, do you think Microsoft's not going to be around for the next 100, 200, 300 years? Do you don't think they're going to, you know, make some changes, adjust to what they're doing? You know, there's so many new t- – I and mean, we think technology right now is is at its antithesis, but we're kind of only scratched the surface between all the stuff that can be done, right? Self-driving cars, um, just all kinds of stuff that we can have that will, or that will be there. And so there's always new opportunities, so the thing is, you have to understand why you are invested in stocks. So if they're talking about this, about current things are not doing well, we're talking about stocks. Why do you own them? What do those companies do? And long term, do I think they'll work out? And do I have a safer place to take income from that I need? I don't want to sell stocks when they're down or generate income. So an income plan should have a safe piece of money for you to make that income gap that you have. Traditionally, that was filled with bonds. You can't do that anymore. Bond funds right now are negative for the year. They're not down as much as stocks, but they're still negative. Mm-hmm. What you need is an account that won't go down unless you take the money out of it, but can go up when the markets are good. Those are great accounts out there. They're, 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 those are the safer, smarter places that we always talk about. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 
W-H-O. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.